0: Welcome to the Nerd Party. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Second Contact, a Star Trek Lower Decks commentary podcast. My name is Charlene Schmidt, and with me, as always, is... Tristan Riddell. Tristan Riddell we are back we are mid-season of season three and I, I, it's already I already have that feeling like wow this is going by really fast it's going to be over before we know it
1: it's so crazy because with new track we're on episode four and you can say we're mid-season three
0: <laughs> <laughs> right when we had 26 episodes granted they were stretched out what, what nine months but it's yeah, mid. Se- that would be early season. Now it's mid, and it feels like it's just it's too, too going too fast. It's going too fast. Slow down, stop. But don't stop giving us the new track. Just make more.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
0: Now we do have Star Trek Prodigy coming soon. Finally, coming so, very soon, mid October. I'm guessing right about the time Lower Decks ends, Prodigy will be beginning. I haven't actually looked at the dates, but thank goodness. We're gonna have a little more trek to chew on because after Lower Decks ends, I'm really sad. I love this show so much, but I also love Prodigy. Oh
1: yeah, I like I. I mean, Prodigy's okay for me. Like I enjoy it, but I'm not like gung ho about it. Lower Decks, I am all in. You know, absolute (laughs) love. But I, I was I was gonna say that we're absolutely spoiled as Star Trek fans with new trek because there's I think with with Pro- with a uh, lower decks, prodigy, and strange new worlds, and Picard, I think it's going to be almost. I think it's going to be fifty one weeks of of Star Trek.
0: Uh, like again, starting next I year. I think.
1: I think. I think. Starting with this, I, I think starting with lower decks. I think someone was saying that it's it's e- it's evens out, so it's going to be almost a full year of Trek, every single episode.
0: When does Disco? Season five premiere because I Picard's not coming
1: till February. Oh, maybe the person was wrong.
0: I think they're full of it. Now, I love their optimism. I would love <laughs> to see that. But we did have 47 weeks straight of Trek. So, uh, yeah, we really cannot be complaining. This is not a complaint. This is just us trying to do math.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, like, we, I remember when, you know, back in my day, you know, we had two. <laughs> when we had two shows on the air we're like this is amazing
0: <laughs> right yeah we thought that was the heyday and we would have just absolutely blown our minds with what we have today like there's how many shows and you're getting how many hours of star trek how many are there now what uh uh no <laughs> done yeah seriously like overload. When,
1: when when deep space nine came about we're like they're doing another one <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you and I were both there pretty much from the very beginning. Once they announced Voyager, like we were all in on it. That's why we did the Mm -hmm. Voyager podcast for so long. And yeah, history was made. We were there. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about this episode. It's called Room for Growth. And the synopsis says, Mariner, Boimler, and Tendi clash with their arch rivals, the Delta Shift. The Cerritos engineers go on mandatory relaxation leave what could go wrong, (laughs) right? I added that last part. (laughs) So if this happens to be your first listen to our podcast, here's what we do is we pause after the whole little montage of the Cerritos swooping around just to remind you that you are watching Star Trek in case you weren't sure. And so I'm at a black screen right now. This is about 18 seconds in and then we will count you down three, two, one, and then we'll all hit play at the same time and we will watch it together. Or if you're driving, just, Sit back, relax, listen, but pay attention to the road, please. We know we have a lot of commuters who listen to this podcast.
1: All right. All right. Are we ready? Everybody ready? I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: Okay. Three, two, one, play. All right. And here we go. Is, so there, right is this usually the, busy?
1: No, like right off the bat, like this is way busier and the, the the tone was a little weird like people some people were happy some people were upset and it just seemed like a lot of chaos and even the music was a little was a little off too like it felt mm. like it was trying to add tension and i i, I think with their conversation it definitely shows that th- this setup is getting to them <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what it is it's very much a setup although look i love the whole thing about masks And the fact that Mariner calls out, like, stop wearing masks. Like, yeah, don't be wearing these masks. Like, in the age of COVID, yes, wear your mask, especially if you're around a bunch of other people. But here, stop doing the ancient artifact masks, guys. This is trouble every time. (laughs) Have you not learned?
1: (laughs) It was was hilarious that Mariner is – I know it's a trope in the show – and it's a good trope and it's the reason why the show even exists. But with Mayor saying like, oh, we're doing another mask si- situation. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: They've been here before.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, again, it's the theme of the show. It's them dealing with the aftermath of what we see as a Star Trek trope. Yes. It's, it's the bridge officers getting into craziness and then the lower decks have to literally clean it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the basis of the entire show right there. Right there. So we are working on, we're just on the wheelhouse of Lower Decks as the premise of this episode.
1: So we have Paclids, Klingons, Romulans, Borg, and a crystalline entity.
0: <laughs> what are
1: we going to get next next year? You know, like what on oh earth are we going to add? It's just going to become a casserole of nonsense. It by really like is. Like I'm, I'm expecting,
0: here's what I want is the whale probe from Star Trek 4. <gasps> Why <gasps> don't know, one. just let it float on by.
1: That's such a great idea,
0: Mike McMahon. If you're listening, you say, can have that one for free.
1: Yeah, that's for free.
0: Yes. Now the warp or the star travel. It's rainbow. Is it always that way for the show? Or oh
1: man, I can never remember. But it <laughs> def- it feels like a motion picture callback.
0: Very much so. It's very pretty. Like I could just watch that in a trance for several hours.
1: I very much miss the starfield warp effect in in modern star trek i'm glad that lower decks is doing that because when discovery went all st- when well, actually i guess jj abrams went all star star wars with the warp effect and uh-huh. then discovery followed suit i definitely missed the star field like does it make more sense yes from a science from a science fiction standpoint I should say fiction. Hey, yeah
0: it's true but yeah pretty colors come on
1: this is one of my favorite moments in the show uh, in the in the episode is when um what's the engineer's name um oh billups billups i can never remember billups when billups slaps um the uh the security chief out of exhaustion <laughs> right he has and gone and then he does it a second far. time just a little bit like eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a weak slap too it's just like it's like eh. it's not a hard <laughs> slap but you know i love the way shacks responds like oh come here come here let's hug it yeah. out it's okay
1: it's okay shex totally understands like he he's like go ahead man let yeah it
0: let it out it's okay to cry it's good to cry I do you appreciate how all the engineers have massive bags under their eyes
1: I don't I think they should uh I think engineer engineering should keep a little bit of the greenery I think that looked pretty nice you know a mixture yeah of honestly the, and, yeah
0: whenever the hmm. ship gets like overrun with Weird alien life stuff. It, it actually, I feel like it's good decoration. They should keep some of it.
1: I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because um, Rutherford has bags in his eyes because he's an engineer. But mm-hmm. all of the other lower deckers don't. And yes. I, li- I like that distinction that like he's he's having, the, he's having the rough go.
0: Right. Yeah. That's one of the things to keep track of in this episode. Later on, it's going to be the color of the bracelets at the spa
1: now did they ever talk about what goopy is or why tindy has goopy
0: no i don't think so goopy is a new thing right
1: yes yeah i don't i don't remember seeing
0: so goopy. yeah we just have a goopy now that's all we really need to know
1: so delta shift is straight up being unethical
0: right <laughs> yeah and they're kind of jerks
1: Part of me was just like, come on. Like, I I do like that they they address it. Like, Beta Shift was kind of like, man, like, how can they live with themselves? (laughs) Like, like, how are they breaking the rules? Right.
0: These are Starfleet officers. How dare they?
1: Okay. So, she said join the Maquis. Aren't the Maquis (laughs) wiped out
0: by now? (laughs) I thought so. Are they kind of banding together again? Is that still a thing? Just not as much of a threat?
1: I don't, I don't think know. They we need that more inference through. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we need a lot more on that, please. <laughs> and now, lower deckers are getting excited about exploring the ethical gray areas because, of course,
1: I got really excited for them to potentially get a room. Like, really? I wanted to see that different dynamic. I wanted to oh. see the four of them get a room and see how that change things even if it was just for a little bit or even if it was just for a season and then somehow they lost it like they lose their promotions where they just go back to the hallways i think that would have been an interesting story exploration
0: you know maybe that is going to happen because they even say in this episode tendy is well on her way to becoming a bridge officer does that come with getting her own quarters and if so what does that mean for them all
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have they'll have to address it somehow. Either they address, and I think we talked about this last week. But either they, oh, I like this. For the more deviant among you, we also have kittens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Give me all I the fig- kittens.
1: I figured you would uh you would uh, relate to that one a little.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, that would be like if I were at this dove spot, and I do have to laugh that it's dove. Like, what, what what's wrong with Irish spring? you know or any other soap product but we're going for dove okay how much did they pay you to do that that's what i want to know i would definitely be in the kitten room 24/7 i would not leave but i would come out relaxed what would be the thing for you what room would you want
1: oh it would be a movie theater all to myself
0: <laughs> nice
1: 100% cool or at least Re- like with me and my my girls
0: okay that's fair reclining chairs
1: oh yeah food and reclining drink on chairs. demand tub of popcorn a 32 64 ounce soda yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) and you sit there all day every day
1: so i hate that in star trek people can just walk in
0: right yes this is such a this is such a thing and it's never addressed and i feel like lower deck should eventually do something about this not in this particular moment but at some point like let's call this out please
1: well i do like there's been a few times when people have gone like do we do like i think somebody said like well i don't want to go through the somebody's um personal holodeck program history or something like that and they're like yeah but we got to it's always that it's just like and then i think (laughs) there was one um next gen episode where they're just like oh can we go in we're like yeah it's ship security let's go in and in deep space nine um Bashir, like when Garrick walked in on Bashir, Bashir straight up said, not only is it rude to come into somebody's personal hall of Suite, it's illegal.
0: Illegal? Oh, interesting. Yeah, he interesting. used that
1: word. He's like, not only is it rude, it's illegal.
0: Okay, is and that a so, DS9 rule?
1: That's the or- thing. Or- I don't know. I don't know if it's a Federation thing, if it's a Bajoran thing. You know, yeah, or or what? Because huh. they're on a Cardassian station run by Bajorans. I don't. Oh, actually, like owned by Bajorans but run by Starfleet. Who knows where the yeah? <laughs> where, the law where is, is the from? line?
0: You know what I'm going to go with? It, the, I'm just going to put this into my canon now. Is it's an unsaid rule. You just don't go into the holodeck unless you have to. But he said it's illegal. But, yeah, I I don't know about that thing on DS9. It's everything. Now, okay, this program, we got to talk about uh, this here where we have an update on another relationship, Dr. Ta'ana and Shax. They're still going at it. Still very much uh, going at it. In fact, that's all Dr. Ta'ana really wants to do, and she likes it a little rough. Shax wants to talk about his feelings.
1: There were so many uncomfortable moments in one scene where she's like she starts to undo her, her her shirt a little bit and says like what what did she say something like um, how about you gut, uh, like i don't know cut up to one of these or choose like, yeah, one of these like cut up
0: to mama or something and she's it, it, but
1: like she emphasized that she has multiples of nipples <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah oh
0: yeah yes indeed oh and also an update on Kayshawn. i loved this part because he actually just gets something to do so that's awesome
1: He's yeah, I'm God glad that apparently. with Shaq's coming back, we're not. They didn't get rid of Kayshawn. I'm like, I'm glad that they kept Kayshawn as part of the crew. Yeah,
0: I'm glad he's getting just a little bit of presence so that we know he's still there.
1: So there's a lot of tall ceilings on the Cerritos. Yeah, like apparently there's a lot so. of rooms with tall ceilings. I I need to. I can't remember how big it is. Like it looks like it was smaller than an Excelsior class, but it has a primary hole that's very reminiscent of a galaxy class. Uh-huh. So if it was like a ne- if it was a nebula class size ship, I could understand that they have these huge expansive rooms. But if it's smaller than Excelsior, the same size as an Excelsior, like that's where like the the geography of the show of the of the ship is a little weird. wonky. But then right? again, it's animation. And whatever, if you gotta cram
0: you know. all the lower deckers together into one hallway, like yeah, your use of space is completely <laughs> off base here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I, I did mean, appreciate
0: I, this weird trip, just the way that they animated that. That was fun. That was cute. I love the dilated pupils. Like somebody, either has done acid or knows what the experience is like to to do that. Probably or some LSD or I, I don't know.
1: This is where I laugh the absolute hardest. Where she says, "I'm sorry, I made you hatch," and then there was a beat. <laughs>
0: right? It was just it so, was warm so warm in, in there. there. <laughs> I love that too. That was wonderful.
1: And Tindy beating. Um, Mariner with a tw- with a switch. <laughs> get
0: in there. Yeah. Once again, Tendi's taking charge. She really has some leadership potential.
1: Yeah. I mean, all she needs is a switch, and then she could beat the the bridge crew into shape.
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so she's the type of leader where she is. I think the reluctant leader. She doesn't necessarily volunteer to lead mm-hmm. everybody, but if she sees that nobody else is going to do it, she'll step in.
1: So when I watched this first time, I got super confused because I could have sworn that Freeman called Meredith Mariner. And Ah. I was like, what? I was like, was that an animation mistake? And I was like, oh, no, I just heard it wrong.
0: (laughs) That's why it always helps to have the captions.
1: Especially with what we're doing.
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Because we cannot actually hear the episode and hear each other talk at the same time. But we need to follow what's going on.
1: I thought this was an interesting backstory in the Cerritos where there's so many retrofits that some stuff isn't even labeled. Like some of the doors aren't labeled. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. That
0: that was a cool detail.
1: Because they even reemphasized – I think Rutherford even reemphasized it at the beginning of the show that this a Cerritos class – or the Cerritos of the California class is a workhorse. Yes. It's built to work. It's not built for comfort. You know, it's so <laughs> – Anything that is added is a retrofit. Like those holodecks were probably retrofitted. Like this probably. This uh upgraded uh what we now know is a deflector dish, you know, like that was probably <laughs> upgraded. Yeah, you know, like
0: Yeah. Now we haven't really been in deflector control for some time. This is the first time in recent memory I think we've seen that, correct?
1: Or I maybe ever. I don't remember ever seeing like the inside of the deflector dish. I, I could be wrong, but have... I don't remember seeing it
0: but I can't tell you when I could be completely wrong too. So don't quote me. (laughs) I do find this journey creative and fun. It's, it's a great way to show off the animation. I mean, they're doing a whole lot here with actually very little story. I think.
1: Yes. Yes. I like, that's one thing that I really loved about the episode in classic Star Trek, where they get an excuse to take their shirts off.
0: Of course. (laughs) For the (laughs) mission. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ripped shirts and lower decks. It's just taking it all off.
1: Yeah. I mean, we didn't even need a uh, decontamination bay.
0: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) We don't need that in the 24th century.
1: I do love that the mani petty is earth-inspired. Like, (laughs) no other culture did that. Except for yeah. Earth culture, and they're like, "Oh wow, this! Did you hear what the Terrans are doing? We 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 got to get that here."
0: Yeah, <laughs> which implies that other species have fingernails, which yes, they do. We know that, mm-hmm. but none of them have ever done the mani-pedi <laughs> thing. That's terribly interesting.
1: Like, what did she call them? Your feet fingers or your no your your fing- your hand toes? I think that she toes. said hand toes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that was adorable. I
1: just like your hand toes. What <laughs> what I'm going to call it from now on.
0: Hantos. Yeah, that's a great idea.
1: I thought Freeman was a little amped up for even Freeman in this episode. I know that well, they said like, I guess they did explain it, didn't they?
0: Well, I think they, they eventually get there to the fact that she is the one who's really stressed out. I was actually expecting the turning point of this episode to be Freeman is stressing everybody else out. So if you just remove her from the situation, everybody else relaxes. But that's not quite what happened.
1: Yeah, I was I was expecting them to do that too. That uh, she's the reason why all this is going down. Uh huh. (laughs) She straight up asks, "Has she been recently possessed by any ancient (laughs) artifact?" Like this is something that people have to routinely they have to routinely take care of this within Starfleet.
0: Yeah, the Dove Spa has many clients who have been through this. Apparently, that's a little scary, don't you think?
1: Now, why would she have to go to Earth? For a full medical diagnostic. Couldn't Dr. Ta'ana do it? I mean, that doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about.
1: That feels a little bit like a stretch.
0: A little bit. But really, this whole thing is a bit of a stretch. Like, I feel like they are capitalizing so much on the engineering trope that they are happiest when they are working on engineering stuff. Mm -hmm. They've taken that beyond. Maybe a little too much. I don't know. What is your thought on that?
1: oh uh, i love the trope of the engineer i mean i've known engineers i've worked with engineers and they're all the same in my personal experience
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh send your hate mail to tristan riddell
1: <laughs> oh my gosh no i'm I, i'm not saying all engineers are the same i'm saying all the engineers i've met have had the same type of personality
0: oh okay i, I just don't want the engineers sending you nasty <laughs> emails how dare you
1: i know i don't want them to bust my computer
0: they will. They know how. That's. I, I'm, I'm afraid exactly. for you now, sir. <laughs> now,
1: I, when we yeah, get to ahead. this
0: part, do you really buy the the whole bonding as we're getting into that? Or do you know it's going to be subverted?
1: I did. I completely bought it. And I was just like, cool. You know, like, yes. You know, how very Star Trek. How very Starfleet.
0: Yeah. I actually wondered if maybe this would be kind of like a partnership and we'd see these two groups working together again, but nope, nope, we're not going to do that. So we're going to have rivals.
1: I love that. Like they said, they were, we heard them going to town behind stellar cartography or in (laughs) like when they were in stellar cartography, that made me think of the Voyager episode where seven is talking to B'Elanna and taking notes on B'Elanna and Tom's relationship. Right. She says like uh, a B'Elanna and Tom, Proceed like continue uh, romantic li- relations on at eleven forty or something like that. Right, and it goes. How the hell do you know that we continued romantic lane, uh, relations? And Seven says, "No one on deck fourteen, section three doesn't yeah. know that you. <laughs> right, <laughs> that you <don't> have-
0: <laughs> we're gonna know whether we want to or not.
1: Now, I need to see this churro rife. Wife, man, I cannot talk today. My <laughs> mouth is—I <laughs> gotta—I d- gotta do some mouth exercises before we record. But I want to see the churro wife from Ransom. Yes, <laughs> we gotta see it.
0: We absolutely gotta see it, and we can't have it concealed in a paper bag, which I thought was adorable—the way that he requests that to the replicator later, you know, concealed in a paper
1: bag. And it already had the the the, the grease, grease at the bottom. <laughs> even though it was just replicated
0: greasy churros do yes also the little uh thing mariner says like oh that's why his place or smells like cinnamon or something like that
1: oh she even she even says it like a little bit like oh god it's his 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 office smells like cinnamon all the time
0: (laughs) that's why oh shoot i made that connection ow
1: There was a There's, lot of swearing in this episode.
0: I was just about to say that. And of course, it's bleeped, but there is. And it's not just Dr. Ta'ana here either. What does Captain Freeman have against puppies? That's what I I'd like I think it's to just
1: know. showing that she's so stressed out that she can't recover yeah. from it. That she just, everything's okay. on Okay.
0: Now, <laughs> how do you feel about this alien She starts smoking? to vape.
1: <laughs> I don't know if she's smoking or vaping or whatever she is, but it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I guess that's her go-to to relax. <laughs> I guess we've all got our thing, right? And that apparently is for her.
1: So this is this is a very Star Trek thing. I think this is, of course, very silly to create an anti-stress machine that gets rid of your stress within 10 seconds. I uh-huh. mean, there's just no possible way that this exists. Because, like, you know, the Doctor and Voyager would have used it on Janeway a thousand times.
0: Oh, um, yeah, every day.
1: But, of course, this is... This is playing into the Star Trek trope of just build a machine. That's all you got to do. You you got a problem, build a machine.
0: It's like in American society, if we ever have a problem, take a pill. There's a pill for that.
1: And isn't there, I can't remember what episode or even what series it is, but I think someone says like, don't you have one of those Starfleet engineers that can, you know, that can (laughs) do anything that can turn a replicator into a, you know, like, um. into a comm device or something like like they they joke about it and and that's yeah it's like basically whenever you need to tech the tech you get o'brien on it and then he can do it
0: right only if the plot calls for it though right (laughs) and i love how they have just single-handedly basically take torn down this lady's business
1: and you knew you knew as an audience member, you knew that she was gonna throw that out the airlock the <laughs> moment course. that they walked away.
0: <laughs> Not my livelihood, clonk. Yeah. <laughs> the attention to detail in the animation in this episode is so on point. Like we've got the sweat stains right mm-hmm. now with the lower deckers because they've been huffing and puffing their way through the ship. It's good stuff.
1: And Tendy's hair is is messed up. Mariner's hair has frays and it does. So and we get a um We get a callback to Bold Boimler. I'm so happy that we have a callback to Yeah,
0: Some really good continuity in this episode, if nothing else. They're keeping these threads going.
1: (laughs) Bold Boimler (laughs) is not sustainable.
0: (laughs) I am wondering when that's going to go too far.
1: Oh, it's going... It has to. Like, I think it we will. have a beginning... We have a beginning, middle, and then the end is when it's gone too far.
0: Right. Yeah. This is an arc, obviously. Yeah. So what's it going to be? What's going to happen to poor Boims? How many times is he going to scream?
1: So immediately when they say, like, oh, there's only one room on deck four, I was like, well, then just split it. Like, just make... <laughs> it, like, just get a room. I was so angry that that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> I love that they didn't think about that. Oh, no, They're pisses, just all it pisses in. It pissed me
1: off. I want to see it.
0: It's solidarity mode, though. But th- yeah, guys, guys, think just a little bit outside the box.
1: And even Rutherford's like,
0: what the hell? He Well, he's not there to be the one to say, no, guys, it'll be okay. We can share the one room. They're just not thinking in that mode. Man. It'll be their downfall. You know, Lower Becker's forever.
1: It would have been interesting because like there could have been like bathroom antics, sure. there could have been um basically yeah. all the stuff that we don't see with like all the stuff that we just assume that happens in the hallway, we would have <laughs> direct relationship with right in a yeah, like
0: room. what if Boymes hogs the mirror t- for too long because he's working on his hair or something?
1: Mm-hmm. And honestly, like that would be more in line with what we've seen in previous shows for lower deckers is sharing rooms sometimes like with bunk beds then dual bunk we've seen rooms with four people yeah like uh i think back in the original excelsior days like they had yes they had had tons of bunk beds in one room um i think in tng because it was a galaxy class ship um lower deckers were just two to a room and same with voyager i think
0: uh yeah i think so and the defiant also had bunks
1: yeah, well, yeah, the defiant is basically one big shuttle, so you got <laughs> <have> to <that.
0: laughs> So you have to have that. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> I loved this episode. I thought this was the best of season 3 so far.
0: Really? Okay, this yes. is so interesting because you and I have not been on the same page all season long, and this one was just okay for me. I enjoyed it, but it's not going to rank high on any list. Like, yeah, it's it's good lower decks, but it's average lower decks. Now, that's still pretty freaking good. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I figured like when I was just like, oh my god, how freaking funny, you would just be like, eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we met each other's expectations.
1: <laughs> well, there you go, folks. And
0: that's it. That is the episode. Roll credits.
1: Loved it. Can't wait for more.
0: That, that we can agree on. I'm always ready for more Lower Decks.
1: And where there's more Lower Decks, there is more Second Contact, a Lower Decks commentary. Sure.
0: That's right. So we'll see you all next week. In the meantime, if you can get in touch with us, we would love to hear from you. Go to nerdparty.com or go to any of our stuff on Facebook, Twitter, what have you. Join Nerd Party is where you can find us. And you can also find us personally on Twitter. My handle is the profanity Tristan, where can they find you?
1: I am at the insane Robin for all the engineer hate that you're probably going to send my way.
0: <laughs> send it to him, not me, please. Thank you and good night.
1: Join the revolution, join the nerd party.